0: What's up, beautiful people? You are now tuned into GupShop with Gertbreed Serene, the entertainment podcast talk show where I, your host, Gertbreed Serene, get the chance to interview some really dope people making moves in creative industries. Now, if you've joined us while on your way to work or on your way back in a car or in a metro bus because public transportation is awesome, or if you're washing the dishes because doing house chores is awesome, equally as awesome, or if you're washing your face, because d- hygiene is also very awesome, I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate you making me a part of your day. Today's episode, which is episode two of season two, wow, well, already here, is very exciting for a couple of reasons. One, this was my first time meeting the guest, and two, we discussed a relatively controversial topic in my community. Today's guest is Sandeep Boparai, aka King Sunny. King Sonny is an American Sikh who identifies with the LGBTQ community. He is a super talented fashion model and influencer, magazine brand ambassador, LGBTQ and HIV activist, and a healthcare administrator. Sonny is a really cool guy. He's actually established himself as a trailblazer on social media. Uh, by carrying the torch for gay sikhs across the world. Now, I really, really enjoyed having this conversation with Sonny. And to be honest, Sonny himself was a little bit hesitant and even a little apologetic because he was unsure about how my audience would react. And um, obviously, being a Sikh American who is gay uh, in this day and age, is I, I think it's a beautiful thing but the problem is that a lot of people in the community still haven't opened up to the idea of a gay Sikh. Now, the Sikh faith is very beautiful. Uh, It preaches the importance of equality and love for all, uh, things that are very important and very relevant. Uh, The challenge, however, is sometimes in the community, uh, we aren't as um, open-minded in our practices or aren't as modern in our approach uh, to loving everyone. And uh, it was it was wonderful to sort of pick the brain of Sonny and hear his perspective being a Sikh American who uh, has come out to his family, come out to the community. And it was nice that he was able to shed some light into his experiences um, and, and what the overall response from the community has been. I mean, through our interview, we talked about the abuse, the hate, the, the discrimination uh, that Sonny experienced from his peers and his family members and um but at the same time he also talked about some of the encouragement and uh, he really offered some advice to the youth and folks that are kind of dealing with this and unsure how to come out uh, or maybe parents of kids that are uh, gay and unsure how to uh, learn how to interact with them in the greater community, uh, I thought it was a beautiful opportunity for us to learn more about the LGBTQ community, uh, learn more about Sikhs that are gay, and just r- realize that one, they're human beings, two, they're still considered Sikh, uh, S-I-K-H, the religion, and just learning how to appreciate, to love, and treat everyone equally with respect Uh, Beautiful ideas, beautiful concept. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I learned a lot from Sunny and it was definitely an eye-opening and emotional conversation. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Sandeep Boparai, a.k.a. King Sunny. Gop Shop with Gurpreet Serene. Welcome back to Gop Shop with Gurpreet Serene. Got an awesome guest for y'all, Sonny. Hey guys, how are you? And they say, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, <they're> great. <laughs> hey, how you doing, brother? Good to see you, man. Nice to see you, too. Yeah. We're brief. And actually, I think we're meeting for the first time. Yes, we are. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thank you. And I've been following you for quite some time now.
0: Uh, before we started, mm-hmm. Sonny was talking about how he liked uh, cutting open dead bodies. Yeah. And now he told me he's been following me for a while, so this is turning into an episode of you. Yeah. I, I, there we go. <laughs> Uh, this is awesome well thank you for following me and thank you for agreeing to come on the show I appreciate it man thank you for having me on the show absolutely let's get started Mm -hmm. like I like to do with uh, a series of important questions the most important question I want to ask you um oh here's one Nicki Minaj or Cardi B
1: um Nicki
0: Minaj all right uh let's hear why um
1: so I've been a fan of Nicki for a long time uh, From the times when she was doing her mixtapes out of her BMWs at Southside Jamaica Queens Old school, yeah um, From Itty Bitty Piggy uh, And also, you know, like her raps and her flows and her different voices yeah. They're very therapeutic in a way Okay. You know, you can blast down your windows Kind of like when I was coming over here And you just throw on some Nicki and you just rap crazy And you just feel so calm, you know? It's very therapeutic, you should try it at home guys
0: so we'll make sure I do that. And uh, so you prefer Nicki Minaj over Cardi B.
1: Oh, right. You did ask me that question. Yeah, yeah which I one? Do, I do prefer Nicki Minaj over Cardi B only because and Don't Kill Me, I just think that Nicki is more authentic mm. and she's a great lyricist. I feel like Cardi B is kind of uh, manufactured.
0: Ooh, yeah. Uh, that is a testy subject because people tell me the opposite. They think that... Uh, like, yeah. Nicki Minaj is trust trying me. too hard now. And- trust me. I get into this <laughs> argument
1: with a lot of people all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I really feel like... I mean, I do trust... Like, I believe me, I think Cardi's story is very relatable. Sure, absolutely. And it's pretty dope from yeah. where she came.
0: And where she is now. And where yeah. she
1: is now. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, so is Nicki's story. And I think, like, for the... For the upcoming generation, I think Cardi is more relatable to them. Yeah. But for somebody like me or, you know, people that were in my age group. Of course. Um, and also coming from Jamaica, Queens. That's, uh, yeah, your hometown, Yeah, right? my hometown. I'm from Jamaica, Queens. Um, So Nikki was kind of, like, predominantly, like, she kind of took over ja- Queens. And everyone was, like, so obsessed with her. Absolutely. Everyone loved, like, her, they wanted to see, like, her different wigs, her different clothes. True. Even, like, I followed... Gurpreet on American Idol when she was a judge there. When she was a judge on that season. And, you know, even like her crazy little stories that she would say or her nicknames that she would give
0: people. I know, I know. They were
1: hilarious, except the one that she gave you. I didn't really like that
0: one. I, I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't allowed to say too much. So, so. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, Nikki, and, and Nikki I didn't really like that. Um, Apologize. Apo- yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for having my back. So no problem. it's a lot. Um, no problem. That is so wild. Uh, you've also met her a couple <laughs> times, haven't you? I have met her. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm that crazy fanatic fan that stayed in line for like 10 hours. For her Elliot Wilson interview. Oh my god. Um, and it was like the it was like the coldest day in December. And it was me and my homegirl. Um and we got there at like eight o'clock and we were like the first 60 barbs. And we stayed wow. we waited for her to come to like 930, 10.
0: Holy
1: And shit. like as soon as she pulled up, she was like, guys, everyone inside. So we like all went inside. I she signed my pink print album. We had like a one-on-one conversation. Wow. Hopefully she remembers this. Um and she did like the she was like the first female rapper that Elliot Wilson had on his Absolutely. Inter- that he interviewed. Correct, correct. Um, and so she gave out mixed Moscato. Like it was pretty dope. It was like a very surreal moment. And then also I met her backstage a few times at her concert. That is so dope. Because I'm super fanatic. But yeah, you're like a fan. I mean,
0: you're not a super obsessed. Fan. I'm not like super obsessed. I you're mean, like, to to some key. extent, it
1: kind of was at one point. But now you know, I'm more mature, so I'm yeah. more
0: classy. So you don't have a tattoo of Nicki Minaj on your back or something. Mm, you're not like
1: no, I don't have that. <laughs> but. um... You know, at the same time, uh, when when I was like kind of like a fanatic or in sort of uh, in a sort of kind of crazy kind of way. Um I don't know, I just feel like her music really like related to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She was like the only person like it's her Aaliyah, and Tony Braxton that I
0: listen oh, to a man. lot. Oh, yeah, classic, yeah.
1: Yeah, her like I feel like she brings out the crazy. Wow, yeah. Like kind of like Looney Tunes side of, of you when sure. you want to rap yeah. and then Aaliyah and Tony Braxton are more like you know mellow mellow
0: and, more soul yeah more yeah, soul absolutely. and like kind of
1: feeds your soul you yeah
0: know? that's awesome so you talked about how that music is relevant it's a relatable mm-hmm. I like having you on the show today because mm-hmm. I know you are very relatable as well and you have Am a very <laughs> you have a very interesting mm-hmm. and exciting story and very like inspiring story to tell mm-hmm. um, so for all the viewers that may not know or the viewers that do know mm-hmm. uh, you are a big Like LGBTQ, um, like speaker or inspire within our community, Uh Uh, and then like the Desi Punjabi Indian community as well. Right. Uh, Walk me through your story uh, from the very beginning. Uh Of I know you came out to your family, your community. Uh Uh, Walk me through that process to where you are today.
1: Well, Gurpreet, it's kind of like hard to kind of you know I don't want to get too emotional about it. Sure. But it definitely um, is something that has been one of the hardest challenges that I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and also it's been also like an educational, uh, component as well. I feel like, you know, Vygru has kind of blessed me in a certain way where I feel like I'm able to speak on these matters and kind of, um, give this type of knowledge and bestow it on certain people who might be, who might have ignorant views or narrow minded views. So, I mean, I'm born and raised from Jamaica, Queens. Um, I'm a child of a single mother. Um, my dad walked out on us when I was about nine and a half years old. Um, my mom has a a son from her first marriage who's my older brother, who was a lawyer um, and you know, growing up, it was just me and my mom because my brother was in law school right he's a lot older than me he's kind of right. like my dad in a way okay um, we have a large age gap um, and so when I was living alone with my mom, you know it's very difficult to sort of <laughs> Share certain things with your mother. I'm sure you can relate. Absolutely, like, you yeah. kind of need like a male figure to talk about certain things. Yeah, of you course. You don't feel as comfortable with your mom as you do with your dad. Sure, sure. And you know, I felt like I didn't have that, and because my father was—I mean, my brother was so far away. Yeah, it wasn't really like I didn't really since i didn't see him every single day. I really didn't use him as a resource when yeah. I should have. Actually, now that okay. I think back to it, yeah. Um, so I was teased a lot in school, you know, for everyone that's watching, you know who you are. Um, and I was bullied a lot in school. Um, and, you know, my mom is a, is a Gursik woman. Yeah. Um, so is my
0: whole family. You mentioned you grew up in a Gursik yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I grew
1: up in a Gursik family. Um, very orthodox, uh, uh, very traditional views. Um, and, you know, that, that part of it, I also love that, too, because yeah. I'm kind of grounded to my roots. Uh, you mentioned you took Amrit
0: when you were, what, five or six years old? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so you like you start off in a very like orthodox background.
1: Yeah, oh my yeah. god. I hope you don't get like any like negative comments because yeah. of that. And <laughs> but, even if I do, this is why you're here, okay. because this is
0: like a, a, a important controversial right. topic. Yeah. Yes, sure. I did take Ahmed when I was
1: five years old, even though everyone was telling me not to do it, but because my mo- like I everyone was all the kids were doing it. Sure. And you know, I when <laughs> I, I grew up in Gurmoth camps. Yeah. My father when he was in my life, he was the president of the Gurmit camp at 118 Gordwara. Wow. Say, cultural society. So everyone kind of knows who he is. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I, since I was like the son of the president of the Gurmit camp or whatever, so, you know, everyone, it was like all eyes on me growing mm-hmm. up. And so I kind of felt like it was like a due diligence. Like I felt like I had to chuck Amrith. These like expectations. Like there was like expectations of that course. I needed to like fulfill. Yeah. Um. And so I did it. And, you know, I, I do know all the yeah. Um. I do ardas, you know, I do, I, like, I do Simran and stuff like that. I yeah. do have, I do have really, I feel like I have a really good relationship with Vyaguru. I talk to him every single day. Awesome. Um, I think that's very important. You know, even if you don't believe in God, if you believe in, like, a superpower or energy, I feel like every morning if you talk to yourself in the mirror, you know, you do some meditation, kind of clears up your head and kind of, you know, it focuses you for the day. Um, and yeah. that's kind of like how I live my my days, how I, my day to day, and that's something that my mom taught me. I love that. It's um, interesting
0: because um, when we spoke on the phone before the interview, mm-hmm. um, we had a conversation, and it's a very relevant conversation about the difference between religion mm-hmm. and the community, right? right? Uh, you're a gay Sikh, right? But that doesn't mean you can't be a Sikh, right. right? I think in our community, there's been this sort of issue, or um, like. Discrepancy between your like religious beliefs versus mm-hmm. what's like considered culturally appropriate or acceptable. Absolutely. How has that been a challenge for you?
1: Um, it's definitely been a challenge. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I, f-
1: no, you know, Barney doesn't really state who you should be with. Okay. Right. Yeah. Barney kind of just says that you know it's <laughs> two souls, one body coming together. Right. It doesn't really. Um, Annunciate that it has to be male or female, of so on and so forth. Right. I know other people might have very strong views on that, and that's fine, but that's what I, f- I believe That's your in. interpretation. That's my interpretation of Barney. Yeah. And, um, you know, when we go to Gurdwara and when we sit with the Saat Sangat, you know, it's all about love. It's all about teachings of Vaigru and Vyigru doesn't teach us to hate, you know. Vyigru doesn't no. teach us to discriminate, you know. Actually, he kind of teaches us the opposite. He kind of teaches us equality, and he teaches us to come together, you know? And so, culturally, people have very strong views. Even, for example, like, even currently, like, day-to-day... Yeah. I have a lot of homegirls, you know, who are Punjabi, and they're sick, you know? And let's say, like, they have a fiancé, or they have a boyfriend... And even them, like, they feel a certain type of way if there's another male figure in their girlfriend or their fiancé or wife's oh, life, right? Yeah, they, They'll be like, oh, well, there's another man in your life, oh, you God. know? Yeah. And so it's just like, how do you break down that barrier? Like, it's kind of frustrating to have to consistently justify who you are as a person. Sure. And it's very frustrating to have to kind of get the buy-in of the people. Of course. Because my non-Punjabi friends... I never have a problem with They
0: that. accept it. They understand it. You don't have to, yeah, yeah. you don't it. I just it. think
1: it's like our community. Yeah. Like there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of ego. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of judgment. Sure. And mm. so how do you break that down, right? Yeah. A lot of it starts with kind of just having a conversation. Of course. And I feel like I'm guilty of this sometimes when I'm, and people have told me this, you know, if my friends are watching this, they're probably going to be like, yeah, I just told him this this morning, <laughs> but Sometimes when I'm very passionate about something, yeah, it comes off, it comes across as I'm becoming being defensive, but uh, it's not. Okay, it's just that I'm super passionate. You're passionate, yeah. And I need, okay. and I'm trying to relay this message as feisty and fierceful as I can, so
0: that the message comes across. So the message comes and that across. people see your passion, right?
1: Yeah. But yeah. sometimes what happens is, mm. is that people that are perceiving the message, right? Yeah. Uh, they take that as if I'm being defensive. Oh. Or that I'm not, I'm not eloquently able to educate them on something. Okay. Right.
0: And therefore they don't think you're qualified. Right. Oh, and so
1: therefore funny. they're like, oh, but you're on social media and you are doing this whole advocacy <coughs> and you're trying to bridge sick, the Sikh community with the LGBTQ community. But yet you're here and you're trying to, you know, you're being, you're being a little like rude or you're coming off aggressive or mm. this or that. And I'm just like, yeah, but because you're saying ignorant things. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's it's one thing if I'm sitting there and I'm trying to have a conversation with you, but then it's another thing if you keep responding back with ignorant comments. Right, and they're not like willing to have a conversation and right. learn. They're not or willing just, to understand willing what to I'm understand. trying to say. Of right? course, yeah. So back to your question, yes. right? Um, what are what are we doing? Ba- what am I doing basically to get to kind of interlink LGBTQ communities with the sick community? Right. Yes. So a year ago. Um, and this is kind of because of my boyfriend, we were sitting on our couch in our apartment and I was just going through my Instagram and I was like, you know what? There's like not one person that like I can identify with on Instagram. Yeah. Like there is not one person like, yeah, there are sick people on Instagram, you know, with turbans and beards. And that's one component. And then there's like the gay culture, you know, there's all, all, all gay LGBTQ individuals on Instagram doing their own thing. Right. But there's no one that I can relate to on Instagram. Yeah. And so because of that, I was like, I need to, I need to like break the norm and I should just become the person that I want to see on Instagram.
0: I, and I love that. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: And so me and my boyfriend, we had a conversation. He was like, Sonny, <laughs> why don't you just do that? And I'm like, yeah, right. Like, how am I going to do that? You know? I mean, a lot of people do say I'm loud and I'm, I can be obnoxious and I have a really uh, fun personality, but at the same time, I'm also a human being yeah and doing something like that comes with a lot of negative criticism um and it comes with a lot of like you have to be a very strong person you're putting yourself out there to handle it right Yeah, of course of course and so i have a friend who his name is jl perez um if you guys check him out on my instagram he did a lot of my he, he was my photographer he did a lot of we did a lot of amazing shoots together nice and um he basically I we spoke about it. He's like, you know what? Let's do something crazy. Like, let's just do something wild. I'm like, okay. So I started off, and we took some pictures. You know, I wore a bug, yeah. Had my beard out, whatever. And I um, there was a, a company called Aware Causes who had an LGBTQ necklace, and it was basically to bring awareness, nice okay, about the community. Yeah. So long story short, we did that, and it kind of went everywhere. Wow. Like nice. Everyone started just reposting it. Like, everyone. Like, That's there, awesome. There's a lot of people, like, from Canada, from Australia. Like, I don't even, I don't even, My D, like, the DMs were just becoming so much. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Right? And then from there, I got signed to West Haven Management, which is Correct. my modeling agency. Yeah. From there, I became a brand ambassador for 360 Magazine. So, I work closely with them. I go to a lot of events for them. Sure. Um... And then it just became, like, something a lot bigger than me. Of course, you know? yeah. And then I started getting a lot of DMs where there was people that were telling me, like, hey, like, I'm watching you on Instagram, and you're doing all this stuff. Like, how are you doing it? Like, I wake up every day, and I feel like I want to kill myself. Or wow. I wake up every day, and, like, my parents are telling me that, like, I'm, I'm useless because, because of what I identify with. Yeah. And then like, I started meeting people that were tra- of, of trans experience, and they were yeah. from the Sikh community. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, where have these people been? Like, right. I've never seen them before. Yeah, yeah. Then all these gay Sikhs that around the country, around the world, started hitting me up. And I'm like, I'm not the only one. Like, There's so many of us. Yeah. If, and I feel like it's amazing. Yeah. it was because of the hub that I started to create of course, that yeah. people started to kind of feel comfortable and like hit me up and kind of share their experiences with me and ask me for like advice and i'm like you know who am i to give advice you know i i'm kind of figuring it out on my own as i'm going through my journey you know but the fact that people are willing to just come to me or dm me and be like hey sunny what would you do if you were in this situation yeah or what would you do if you know your parents did this to you and so it's been a really positive experience of course as well as a negative experience yeah i do get a lot of hate I do get a lot of negative comments, especially from people from our South Asian community mm. who tell me that I'm disgusting or I should rot in hell or Vaguru will never accept me when I die, when I get to the gates of heaven, blah blah blah. Who are you to tell me that
0: screw yourself? Uh, but I have a question about that though. Right. Um, w- w- how does society kind of on, right. how did society become that way? I mean obviously we're talking about like the patriarchal Punjabi right. society. Mm-hmm. but like there was like the messages of our gurus, right. which was you know one love, acceptance, equality for all. So where did we get this cultural divide? And obviously like, that may have been our parents' generation. Now we have mm-hmm. a generation of people like you right. that are advocating for this, this like, new understanding of equality, it's more progressive liberal ideas, um, which is good that the next generation has role models like you that you didn't have. But there's still people that are DMing you
1: right.
0: to say things like rotten hell mm-hmm. that may be our age, and they're going to pass that down to their kids. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do we break that cycle altogether? How did we get here to begin with?
1: they need to have a gay child.
0: Okay. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? Like, yeah. if you don't walk, if you're not able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, yeah. you're not able to experience what they're experiencing. Of course. Um. And, for example, even with my own family, growing up, they used to say a lot of homophobic things. Yeah. You know, I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> coming out to them because of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there. There's a show, Modern Family.
0: Uh, great show. Love that show. Great show. show. Yeah. Love that show. Yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, our, like when I was growing up, it used to be like, oh, why are you watching that? Like, that's not how life's supposed to be. This is not... And it's like... But it's it's someone, it's someone someone's life for them. Like, yeah. they're choosing... They, they're able to live that way because they're being true to themselves. And headache, it's being yeah. aired on the television because there's so many people out here that wish they can aspire to be like that. True. Yeah. So, to your question, how do we break that? It's very difficult because even currently now... A lot of people aren't comfortable with even talking about a gay individual. Right. Right. Mm. They don't even want to. Maybe it's because like the the sexual aspect of it that comes with it that people are uncomfortable with. Yeah. Maybe it's because, you know, they're when you normal like, you know, for example. Right. You're a heterosexual male. Right. Yeah. So you're normalized in the community. Right? Oh uh, like if I'm accepted you're as accepted. default. Yeah. Okay. If we both are walking down the street, yeah. I bet you a million dollars I would be the one who would get all the heads, right? Okay. I would be the one that would be like <laughs> and that's even with you having a turban and a beard. Yeah. But it's maybe because I'm moving my hands a certain way. Right. Or my voice is a little that's feminine. So crazy. Or yeah. I have my hair out and they're like, who the hell is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you might not see it sure. walking next to me, yeah. but I feel it of course you know and the reason why i feel it is because it's been that way since i was a little kid yeah and i'm really good now with feeding off of energies and i know when someone is being genuine and when someone is kind of like disgusted by my presence sure you know and so and that comes with a lot of experience and that comes with you know being true to yourself and knowing how you are as a person yeah um and so A lot of people need to just understand that, you know, it's just important to be kind to everybody, you know? You know, I have um, someone really close to me just the other day. They were telling me that, you know, well, when I came out to you two years ago, you kind of dismissed me, you know? You kind of didn't even take me at face value. And I thought back to it and I was like, how could I do that? You know, like how for someone that's been tortured or some for someone that's been ridiculed so much. Yeah why was I able to do that to this person who means a lot to me, right? And I thought about it, and it's because that's how I was experiencing when I was coming out to people. Right, yeah. People weren't taking me seriously. Of course. And oh, man, people me. weren't able to understand, like, what I was saying. Yeah. And growing up, I didn't have anyone to look up to yeah. and be like, okay, well, he did it that way, so I can kind of follow in his path. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you, yeah. And so... When that person told me that, I, I did a lot of self-internalization. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is all about growth, right? Yeah. Life is all about a Life is all about growth. It's well, yeah. all about a growth, right? Yeah, of course. So as long as you don't do it again,
0: yeah.
1: you know that you're doing the right thing,
0: right? Yeah, you have to learn from the mistakes you made. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, Sonny, question for you. Uh, you brought up very confidently and very powerfully that one way we can break the cycle is that people have to have uh, like a gay, gay child mm-hmm. and for them to actually experience that. Uh, walk us through, um, you mentioned you came out to your family. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was not very easy. You came mm-hmm. out to your greater family in the community as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're comfortable with that, if you could just walk us through what that experience was like coming out to the family, if there's anything you would have done differently or something you would have changed, and just walk us through how you were feeling in your mind and uh, like how you did that.
1: Um, so the first person I came out to... In my family were my two cousins. Okay. Um. We basically <laughs> grew up together. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't have a, a huge family. Okay. So we like they're they're my they're my mom, daughters. Okay. Um. And we're kind of like, I would I would say that we're kind of like this. Okay. So when I came out to them for them it was like uh like what are you talking about Wow like, what is like what does this mean You know
0: Really But Okay
1: it's not like they were like well so Forget you, like okay. they—they were—they wanted to learn more about it okay. because I myself <laughs> didn't know. I just knew that I was attracted to the same gender. Right, right. right yeah. That's all I knew. Uh, how
0: old were you when you came out to them?
1: Um, I would say maybe like. Fourteen, Okay. 13, 14. So you're still trying to figure out who you are as yeah, a person. Yeah, I was still trying to figure out who I was as a person, right? Right, yeah, of course. Um, and they couldn't really understand it either because, you know, they were like, they, I guess it was something very new to them. I mean, fast forward, now they're like so supportive. Of course. Like, they're like, we don't want you to be any other way. Good. Um, so I came out to my mom in 2014. Okay. And I do regret the way it came out to her because it kind of came out in a way of frustration cuz you know she was kind of like, "Oh, well, you know, you're going to graduate soon, maybe, you know, you should start thinking about like getting married oh, and this or that." Yeah. And the conversation kind of started going in a certain way where I was like, "Okay, this is the moment where I can either tell her wow. or I can just like keep my keep it in myself forever and never share it." Oh my gosh. And she just kind of kept pushing like what she expected out of me. Yeah. And it was, like, boiling up, boiling up. And I kind of just, like, blew up on her. And I I, I really feel very horrible about that till this day because that wasn't the right way to come out to her. Um, And it's been a very difficult, um, sorry, it's been a very difficult, um, like, process for my mom. (sighs) But to say that she's not trying, I would be lying. she's definitely trying yeah um and the rest of my family i kind of came out to them because i'm in a relationship so the first person that i told was my mom um and then from there my brother had already kind of known
0: yeah
1: i just never said it to him and he already knew okay so for him it was like already known yeah but we still had a conversation (laughs) about it and we talked about it um and my brother is very supportive. Um, he's a great ally. Like, he completely understands. Like, he gets, like, you know, where why I am this way. And I, like, I'm so happy that I have him in my life because he's able to kind of help my mom Yeah. kind of understand, too. So he's kind of like that bridge for us. Like the
0: middle person to help, like, yeah. translate or relay some things mm-hmm. to him.
1: Yeah, that's great. So yeah. it's, it, that really helps. When I came out to my dad, that was a, that was... Horrible. Um, it, it became a little physical. Yeah. He got so mad. He was like so disgusted. Um, and that side of the family I don't really talk to, nor do I care for. Yeah. Um, so ever since then, I've just been like, he's just like, I don't even care.
0: So this is, um, it's interesting because I'm not trying to defend people right. like that. That being said, uh, have you ever seen Orange is the New Black? Yes, I have. Uh, So it's interesting how they talk about people's backstories Mm -hmm. and why they are the way they are. And maybe as they were children, what they were taught, that's all they know. Mm -hmm. And so they act or react a certain way. But you now have the opportunity to, uh, like we are becoming the next generation of, my sister just had a kid who is six months old. So we're becoming like the the younger parents, the next generation of parents Mm -hmm. who are around our age. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have um, as a gay sick to the next generation of kids that are getting old enough to start having kids of their own of like parenting, acceptance, mm-hmm. trying to understand their kid and sort of like, because you did, may not have had that experience growing up yourself, yeah. what are some thoughts? If your kid is
1: telling you something, yeah. believe them. Okay. There's a lot of truth in what they're saying. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if your kid is playing with the pink doll and they're a boy, let them pay, play with the pink doll. It doesn't mean that they're gonna grow up to be gay. That's a stereotype. That's a myth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't snatch the Barbie doll away from them because then it becomes <coughs> like, they'll they'll grow up and be like, oh, well, that was something bad. You know? That was something that was wrong for me to do because yeah. my mom snatched that away from me. Yeah. You know? And, and in our culture, that's like a thing. Oh, like, Monday oh, like, Monday they not Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have to wear dresses and they play with Barbie dolls. And it's like, no, why can't a girl play with a Transformer? What's wrong with that?
0: I agree completely, yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Of course. And yeah. so, like, if you see certain <laughs> signs with your child and you see that your child is a little different, you know, from the rest of the group and, you know, likes, a little, likes to dress a little differently, maybe they like to put on, like, their mom's makeup when their mom goes to work and sure. you come home and you see all your... Don't get mad at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did that. Yeah. You know, like... I used to go play in my mom's makeup drawer and I used to go play with her jewelry and stuff like that. Not to say that I was going to grow up to be gay, but it was something that... You
0: just enjoyed it. You did a I kid. Didn't,
1: I didn't care about the sports aspect. Yeah. Like, my mom wanted me to, like, be in sports and do that. And I was like, well, I kind of want to, like, dance. And I kind of want to, like, do this other kind of stuff.
0: Which is awesome. I was... My parents were, like, super athletes. Yeah. And they tried putting us into sports. And I also didn't... Sorry, mom and dad. I also didn't care too much about that. Right. Um. But, yeah, it doesn't mean... Like, you can't be afraid of kids that are just experimenting and having fun. Mm-hmm. Worried that they're going to end up a certain way because they like playing with jewelry that being said what was your favorite um like makeup of your mother's growing up was there anything that like you were attracted to the most (laughs) her red lipstick
1: (laughs) or her pink lipstick i literally just like put it on yeah i remember one time i like wore like all of her jewelry and i put on her high heels and i walked downstairs and she looked at me and she was like what is going on (laughs) she was like so like startled she was like she probably doesn't even remember this but i remember it that's awesome um (laughs) And she, like, looked, she's like, can you, she, she, but she wasn't, like, mad. She was like, can you just take that off and put it back, please? And I was like, okay. Um, so I, I have that, like, very clear memory in my head. That's
0: y- awesome. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you are, so you mentioned you're signed to a modeling agency. Right. Uh, and a brand ambassador as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations. That's really Thank cool. Uh, living you. in New York, you mm-hmm. work as a model as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, Walk me through that. What are some cool projects you've worked on? Mm -hmm. Uh, Where do you see yourself going with that? And uh, do you think there's any sort of bridging the gap between the Sikh community, the LGBTQ communities or the intersectionality of that and being a model? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, So the thing that I love about my modeling agency is that they kind of
1: let me do whatever I want. Wow. It's not kind of like oh, well, uh, we need you to do this, 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 It's like, they see what I'm doing because the thing is, is that I was already growing a, a following and a base and having a platform on Instagram. Correct. And they saw that and they mm. reached out to me because they saw that. Nice. Okay. So they kind of have given me kind of like free reign yeah. on how I want to proceed and how I want my social media following to grow. Okay. They kind of trust me with that. And, uh, atlas who is my manager he's great um and i really support him for that and so because of that i've been able to like work with aware causes i worked with turban inc nice. um i was able to work with Jyoti k we did oh, a podcast awesome. together and,
0: and that's how i uh, found out about you yeah right it's Awesome. Um, yeah. and
1: i love Jyoti k um i'm so so like i'm so like <laughs> happy that she kind of reached out to me and was like hey like i love what you're doing i need you on my podcast um, and I was like, okay, like, what do you want? I was so scared. Cause yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm just over here, like taking pictures and posting them on Instagram. Like no one's hearing my voice. Like this is even kind of a little bit scary for me. Right. But she was like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll do it. You know, she wanted me to fly out. She wanted me to come out there, but she was like, you know what? Let's just do it through a webcam. Okay. And I felt a little bit more comfortable because I was kind of like in my own area and stuff like that. Sure, sure. And it was just like such an awesome conversation. It didn't even feel like it was like a podcast. Yeah. And I mean, she told me she was like, it was like her highest listened episode to date.
0: Yeah. Like the most popular one. The most popular Which is amazing. one. She has
1: like 70,000 views on it or something like yeah. that. I don't even know. Um. So check it out. It's on YouTube. It's called um, I Am A Gay Sick. Um, and yeah. so... Then I did um, a cool project just recently with Radio Zindagi with Renu Tillon from okay. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and her daughter Sheena reached out to me on Instagram, and she was like, "Hey, Sunny, like I love what you're doing. Her mom is a divorcee, and okay. um, you know that's also a little taboo in our community. It is. Yeah. So she uses her radio station and her um, <coughs> her kind of social media yeah. to talk about like taboo things within our community. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so. I did that just recently. You guys can check it out if you want to download Radio Zindagi. It's on there and I also posted some snippets on my Instagram recently. Um, And there's also a lot more exciting things to come, the thing is, is that I'm, I also work as an administrator for an LGBTQ clinic and HIV clinic,
0: correct? Yeah, so
1: to juggle that and juggle the modeling and then juggle the magazine, like it's a, it's a lot, it's of a stuff. lot to do. Yeah, so I, I like if projects become available, if time is there, if my calendar isn't booked, I really try to like, do as much as I can, of course. Yeah. Um, I have been a little. Um, absent on social media okay. and that's only because I needed a, like I wanted to step away from it for a second because yeah. sometimes social media can
0: kind of consume you. Uh, what uh, What different social media sites do you use?
1: I only use Instagram <laughs> and
0: Snap. Oh which uh, one do you like better? Snapchat or Instagram? Snapchat. What? Yeah. Of all the guests I've had so far uh-huh. you're the only one who said Snapchat. Yeah I like
1: Snapchat only because <laughs> they have really cool filters. This is
0: true. Yeah. Um,
1: and because it's it, it's more like, I feel like it's more fun because I don't have a lot of people on Snapchat. Okay. I just have a few people oh. and not a lot of people know about it, but enough people know about it where they're like, they're getting the message. Yeah. And also I feel like I can be more comfortable on Snapchat. I feel like on Instagram I have to like, You know, have a per- brand. I have yeah. a brand. So yeah. I have to per- be portrayed mm. in a certain way. Okay. So on and so forth. Okay. So okay. In Snap- on Snapchat, I feel like I'm like, f- like a little liberated. You okay. Know? Like so I can you, kinda... post,
0: you post different things on Instagram and Snapchat then.
1: I do. I try to post like things that are similar. Okay. Um in certain ways. Uh but yeah, like on on Instagram, I post a lot more of the work that I'm doing. Yes. Um and I feel like on Instagram, that's the only place I'm able to reach a lot of people that are sick or LGBTQ sure. or, even if non-sick, you yeah. know, like anybody. Right. Um and so, yeah, that's why I kind of like Snapchat better. This is wild. And the, and, the, and the filters on Instagram aren't as cool as They're the ones They're not on as Snapchat. cool,
0: and I'm, I don't like that either. Yeah. Uh, you can add, like, cool, like, GIFs or GIFs and cool... Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is fun. Yeah. But the actual swipe filters are mm-hmm. not as cool on Instagram. And also, like, on Snap, you can have, like, <laughs> groups. Like, me and my best oh. friends, we have, like, a
1: group, and we can, like, snap each other on Instagram... You only uh, have that in your DMs.
0: Oh, yeah, you can only DM the group. You can do yeah. that like, on
1: your story or something.
0: You, know? y- you haven't convinced me yet, Sunny, but still. Oh, okay, I, I, I had a Snapchat, <laughs> but I, I, do, I deleted that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, you mentioned that you also work uh, yes, in too. like healthcare administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly tell us what that is like.
1: Um, so I graduated from Hofstra University um, a couple years ago with a master's in healthcare administration, um, and I started off working at um, Northwell Health. Okay. Um, which is a huge healthcare system out here in New York City. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just getting my feet wet, you know, I worked in urology, I worked in ACMED, I worked for the World Tree Center Health Program nice. Um for the first responders that were affected by 9-11 and their families, which is a great experience, very touching. Um, and then I kind of wanted to, as as my Instagram was getting more more engagement and more following, yeah. I kinda wanted to do work that was more geared to my brand. Okay. In a way. Sure. <laughs> and so where I currently work, um, it's the Center for AIDS Research and Treatment. Um, and we have, it's an LGBT, it, you can call it an LGBTQ clinic in a way, okay. but it's more geared towards infectious diseases and HIV. Gotcha. We do awesome work. Like we do, we have groups for our patients. We like, we do a lot of program promotion. A lot of it's geared towards LGBTQ healthcare. Yeah. Um. And we get to work on certain. We're like right now I'm working on a telemedicine, pro- a telemental health project. Okay. Um. We're working on expansions. So I really love where I'm working right now. Yeah. It's it's nice to work with like minded individuals like yourself. Of course. Who kind of have the same passion as you. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. And I w- I because of because I've been working there I was able to. Um, go to Atlanta and attend the Center for Disease um, Control um, Conference. That's dope, yeah. And then I just came back from D.C. where I attended the Sync Conference where basically it was about <laughs> all all people collaborating together, syncing together. So yeah. stakeholders, consumers, providers, whatever it may be, if a clinic is more advanced than another clinic, how you can effectively help them, efficiently help them. So stuff like that. Um, and um and it's, it's something that's really important to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like in a way I'm able to give back to the community. Um, I just wish that I was able to do like more, you know, I just, I had like so many ideas and so many things
0: that I want to do, but you know, just not enough time. Yeah. Uh, what is your, where do you see yourself? This is not a job interview, but where okay. do you see yourself in like, in a few years. Is this something like work-wise, because I know it's really relevant to do research, you're Mm -hmm. presenting on HIV and AIDS. Do you see yourself continuing down that path? Or uh, is your passion more in like the activism or entertainment, modeling? Mm -hmm. Have you thought really about like where you want to go with all this? Or is it all three?
1: Mm -hmm. Or Um, none of
0: it? You just want to be like a rock climber?
1: It's all three. Wow, okay. Um, I do want to go back to school, get my PhD in public health. Cheers, okay. Um, Wow. I do want to teach. I want to be able to teach on human equality and gender fluidity. Nice. Um, I do also want to keep modeling, but how long can you really model for? Like, you know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. And that's no offense to people that are, like, a lot older and they're doing their thing, but to me, it's like, you know, there's obviously, like, I feel like there's, there's a like deadline a duration, there.
0: Duration, yeah. Yeah, you
1: know what yeah. I mean? Obviously, at some point, it's like, okay, I want to do more than that. Okay. So I feel like I want to, you know, maybe, maybe go into politics, you know, at the local level because yeah. it's very important for you to put elect people at the local level yeah. who, are, who, who relate more to you as a person. A you know, first. right now, there is no rights for LGBTQ people on the federal level.
0: Yeah. Which is why it's, it's very important really, yeah. for you
1: guys to check out the Equality Act. You should elect politicians at the local level. That's dope. Um you should read up on the Equality Act. You should see <laughs> what they do. I mean, this administration has kind of banned transgender people from the military, um you know, and I listen. I understand everyone has their views on trans rights and everyone has their views on, you know, their 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 religious beliefs. There's Society beliefs, culture beliefs, but I feel like equality is equality. Whether you're trans, whether you're gay, whether you're straight, whether you're black, whether you're white, it shouldn't matter. Mm. Everyone should have rights in this country. Yeah. Like there's there's um, countries, third world countries like India and Pakistan and Bangladesh that that have a third gender. They recognize a third gender. They do, yeah. But yet we're a progressive country and we don't have a third gender. Now they're putting X on birth certificates, yeah. but it's 2019. yeah. You know we what have, I mean? We have a long way to go. We yeah. have a long way to go. Man. And what this administration is doing is, it's kind of reverting back instead of moving forward. Sure. And that's why it's important, like people like Alexandra Cortez, and even like Superwoman, Lily Singh, who just came out as bisexual. Like yeah. it's important to have people out there representing you, um, whether that be in politics and entertainment and fashion, yeah. um, just so the, the the message is getting a, across, you know, just so people are getting yeah. the knowledge of it yeah. um, and they're able to like, they're like, oh, Lily Singh is bisexual. Let me Google what bisexual means. You yeah, know? you learn
0: more uh, and learn they, more they all have it. different audiences. So it's mm-hmm. like those audiences are learning from their role models right. like you, right? That, oh, which, is, which is why Sunny, <laughs> uh, anyone who searches Sunny on Instagram, maybe Snapchat, but Instagram will see that his name is actually King Sunny.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, walk me and us through what King Sunny means. Is that your like? Tell us about your brand. Mm-hmm. How you came up with that name? What's up, King Sunny?
1: Um, so, I don't want to give him all the credit, uh, <laughs> which his name is Jael Perez, who I just sh- shouted out, the photographer. Right. But- since I'm such a diehard Nikki fan, yes. my Instagram <laughs> handle used to be AOSB underscore Sky. Okay. Because, you know, my initials are SB and she SB. has stupid hoe. AOSB, what the fuck's good? We shit platinum, bitches chicken wood. Da, 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 da. Right? So that was <laughs> that was my Instagram handle, right? And then um, Jael was like, Sonny, like that doesn't even make any sense. You know, <laughs> like you're trying, to do, you're trying to do all this stuff, yeah. but your handle isn't really like kind of identifying you as a person okay so let's work on kind of changing that sure and i was like no like i love it like i don't want to change it you know and he i would say he was kind of managing me for a little bit okay so we like threw out a lot of names and we were like going back and forth and he was like he was like well what about king sunny b 29 and i'm like i'm like i don't like that you know and then we were going back and forth back and forth i'm like what about just king sunny b you know yeah what is, a, what is a bug? A bug is something that kind of, I feel like when I wear a bug, it kind of makes me feel like royalty, Yeah, you know? I'm yeah, sure he, that's how you feel. Yeah, It course. makes you feel like a king. Like a king it yeah. kind of makes you feel more enlightened, like how my mom says, which sure. is why she's probably upset right now that I'm not wearing a bug. I'm sorry, but I had to stay true to who I am. Cheers. Do um, you, bro. Do you. And yeah. so, um, you know, that's why I was like, you know what? It just makes sense. And Sunny B is like my name. Well, my name is Sandeep, but everyone calls me Sunny. No one really calls me Sandeep. Okay. Um, so that's how King Sunny Beat came across. Yeah, that's cool. And a lot of people have been actually messaging me like, hey, you got a t-shirt, you got like a necklace or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really have that. Not yet. I, no, well, not yet. Um, I just want to see like how many people are really interested before I actually invest in it and start putting it out there. Of course, you of know? course, yeah. So I'm still, I've been getting those messages, but just keep a lookout. There are some things in the way.
0: I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Uh, what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yes, of all times. Oh,
1: God. I hate these kind of questions. These, oh. I love
0: these kind of questions. <laughs> My
1: favorite movie. My favorite movie. Um, I would say... What is something that I watch all the time on... Um, uh, I would say Legally Blonde. Oh, that's which a classic. Is so <laughs> they're going to be like, what? But yeah, I really love watching Legally Blonde. Okay. I do watch it a lot on Netflix only because, right? Elle, who is Reese Witherspoon in Legally Reese, Blonde. Reese Witherspoon, yeah, yeah. She was like, what? She was like that white girl, like, oh my God. You know, like she was like that white girl. Classic. But yeah. She persevered.
0: She persevered. Come on. The dude that yeah. she was
1: in love with yeah. forced her to go to law school, right? She kicked ass. She kicked ass. She yeah. graduated. She became like, she made a speech at her graduation. There's so much power in that movie. There's
0: a lot of power in that movie. Mm-hmm. It also shows that you shouldn't like judge a book by its cover, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He got it right on the eye. You got it. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, what's your f- like, favorite TV show? You watch Modern Friends. Family. Friends. Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your favorite character? Um, Phoebe. Uh, Do you think you relate most to Phoebe? (laughs) (laughs) No, I probably relate more to Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Um, But but Phoebe's
1: just she has like that dry humor, and she literally like is so funny. Like my boyfriend hates Friends. He's like, I literally don't understand. Like that you watch this over and over again, you laugh at the same jokes. Like it literally doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, also because I understand a lot of people don't like Friends because they don't really have a diverse cast.
0: Uh they do not no they do not. they do not So a
1: lot of people like they're like mm, you know so but I like it I feel like it's it's a pretty cool show I think um, so. it makes me laugh Yeah uh, what
0: kind of shows your does your boyfriend watch
1: Game of Thrones.
0: Uh, Do you like Game of Thrones? Yes, I do. And that's because of him. When I first started,
1: when we first started going out, he was like, you got to watch this show. I bought him like the whole collection of the books for Christmas. Classic,
0: yeah. Yeah. And
1: then he was like, we got to watch this together. We got to watch. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I swear to God, I swear (laughs) to God, I started watching it and I didn't stop
0: as in like nonstop just like, like re- I saw
1: all six seasons within like a week and a half like I was like literally watching it every like after episode after episode after episode I'm like oh my god I can't stop it's so good it's a great show yeah, yeah I haven't watched the new season yet because I want to re-watch a lot of the other episodes because so, yeah. I've heard that you need to watch some of the episodes again to understand what's going on in the new season yeah it's been a while sorry I'm not trying to give any teasers right yeah
0: also right. the depending on when this episode airs like obviously the show is still going on at 9 p.m. every uh, oh, yeah. Sunday it's yeah. going <laughs> on so uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah you gotta watch like the end of season seven just to remember Mm -hmm. what was happening because this season just like you know you hit the ground running but you forget you forget what's happening yeah yeah who's your favorite character um Khaleesi classic yeah Mm -hmm. yeah mother of dragons I
1: love Khaleesi um I just like love like the power that she like like she embodies like it's just so in a way it's kind of sexy yeah and it's also like dangerous like she's so like fierce but she's like she's like She's like very like subliminal with it. That's true. Like she's not like Jon Snow like with his you know? yeah. She's
0: not super aggressive. She's, she's like yeah. She's
1: just like yeah. really like I'm the queen. Yeah. And y'all gonna listen to me. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so I dope. like that.
0: Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the portrayal of LGBTQ folks in uh, in movies and uh, like and uh, like Bollywood movies? You know, to be honest, Gupri, I don't really
1: watch a lot of Bollywood movies. Fair enough. Um, I don't really listen to a lot of Bollywood music. Ah, um, okay. I do listen to Punjabi music. Yeah. And that too is because I have two Punjabi best friends and that's like all we listen to when we're together because they get tired of listening to Nicki Minaj. Okay. Um, so... I do know that there was, like, some movie that just came out that someone... There was a couple people that were telling me on Instagram, oh, we thought about you, we saw this movie. I forgot the name. It was, like,
0: a movie that just recently came out. I don't know if you know about it. It's, it's funny that I ask these questions, because I also don't know too much about we Oh, okay. the so we're on the same <laughs> you boat. You spend an hour here and be like, yeah, the one movie with the one Indian guy. Yeah. There's that dance scene well, in there's, Sweden. Well, there's
1: also that other movie, um, Dostana. Ah, uh, Dostana, yeah. Where... It's like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm sorry, I don't know if they're like, if they're like a gay couple, or they pretend to uh, be gay. I think they, they
0: pretend to be gay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of... I, I will, I, I ask about Bollywood because I think, again, like the Indian cultural thing, mm-hmm. at least from the previous generation, Yeah. Uh, even the way they portray Sardar's way back when, mm-hmm. was sort of like a joke character. It wasn't made to be taken seriously. Yeah. So things like Dasana, and even... Um, I saw a movie recently, um, and I don't know if this was intentional, but have you seen Padmavad?
1: I think it was Padmavad. <sighs> oh my god, right? get out of my head! Is that the
0: one you were talking about? That's the movie that I saw with my mom in the movie
1: theaters. Is that the one where it's like a royal guy? Uh, he's like a king, and he like has like a. One of his maids is like a man, and yeah, like he yeah. so, sleeps uh, with
0: him. So, Ranveer Singh's character. Yeah. Uh, by I was way, just thinking
1: about that, but I was like, "What is the name of that movie?" Yeah,
0: I'm very proud of myself remembering this. Oh, sure okay. to say. You were in my head. Uh, so Ranbir Singh, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, he 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 kind of is like a Cal Drogo looking character. I feel yeah. like they purposely made him look like that, yeah, but he plays the character, you. right? And his. Um, his like side assassin guy. Yeah, I think he's gay. Right. Right. Uh, and the problem is. No, he was gay. He was gay, right? But because the, he was, he
1: was. He was. Um, like he was in love with him. He was in love with him, yeah. and he was like, I, I feel like in one episode he was like massaging his back.
0: There was a like song. That. There was a song, and he's like singing "Vin Did It." Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like massaging his back, and
1: like. Yeah, that. that really irritated me when I saw that with my mom, and I she was like, oh, what do she's and, you know we were like sitting in the movie theater. And I'm like, mom, do you see like how this is wrong? And she was like. She's like, oh, this is nothing, this is nothing. They just you know, think of like, it as a joke, but, yeah. And so. she's like, she didn't even feel comfortable to even talk, to talk yeah, about it. Like, yeah. that there's a man that's, like, in, that is showing, like, affection to another man. So I was like, all right, let's not even broach this
0: topic. So we were watching that in the movie theater. Right. And, um, and again, I don't know if, I don't think it was purposely meant to be funny, mm-hmm. but the audience there was all Indian in the theater, and they were, like, they were basically laughing at mm-hmm. him. Uh but he was just being he was just acting like a like he was playing a a gay character, Mm -hmm. right? So I I was curious about your thoughts on that because it's like it's still seen as a joke sometimes that you're gay and it's like you can't be taken seriously. It's Mm -hmm. just like, oh he's a funny, like, oh he's gay. Like you know, it's like back in the day that was seen as a joke. They Mm -hmm. did that for Sardars, we used to be the funny characters not taken seriously. But that, that irritated me because it's like, wait a minute, like why can't you take him seriously? He's a badass assassin. Yes, he's gay. Right. But there were, I think they were—I think—they were making fun of him in mm-hmm. the audience, and I felt uncomfortable about that. Yeah, yeah I mean,
1: you know, a lot of—that's uh, a really good question because I feel like sometimes I'm even taken as a joke. Really. I feel like sometimes people don't really take me seriously because you know they—they they don't take my sexuality seriously, or they don't—they don't believe, or they can't. Uh, wrap their minds around like me being homosexual
0: okay wow right?
1: yeah because for example i've had comments from my family be like oh well let's take you to the doctor and get you some medication maybe you'll start liking this is girls crazy. again yeah and i this like is looked insane. at them and i was like okay so let me take you to the doctor and get you some medication so you can sleep with the man like that doesn't make any sense it's the same thing yeah um, It's insane And then I had someone tell me, like, oh, I'd rather you have would have told me that you were doing cocaine than tell me that you're gay, you know? And these are, like, family members. So, you know, a lot of things, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You should have been like, I'm doing both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, No, I'm not. But but seriously, like, it's things
1: like that that people have said to me where it's like, I feel like I'm not taken seriously. Yeah. Where I feel like, you know, my my identity or what I'm so passionate about yeah. is sometimes not um is not sometimes coming across as like truth okay or authentic. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people think that oh you know this is probably a phase, you know, maybe you're gonna like grow out of it. Mind you, I've been with my boyfriend for four years. Like it's clearly not a phase. Clearly um, yeah, yeah. you know if you're if you're I, I can see how a parent might think a, like a, a child from like the age of 10 to like maybe 15 might that might be a phase. I can okay. see that. Okay. I'm not saying that it's 100% correct, sure, sure. but I can see from a parent's st- mindset I can see why they might think it's a phase. Okay. Until their child starts dating someone of the same sex mm. and then they start to see like, "Oh, wait. Oh wait, my child is actually this way." Yeah. You know? Sometimes parents need to see it. Like for me, yeah. I came out to my mom and for her it was just like, "Oh my god." You know, it was like it was like her whole world came down on her cuz she had all these expectations. And then a year after, I brought home my boyfriend and she was like, oh, like she, like, it's like I stepped on her. Like I like kicked her while she was already down. Yeah, oh no. But yeah, I yeah. did that because I needed it to be in her face. Like
0: to show her that you
1: were serious. Yeah. It wasn't just I a- needed it to be in everyone's face for them to know that, no, this is how I really am.
0: I love that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: And sometimes you have to do that yeah. because in our, in, with our community and the in people within our community. You know, sometimes you got to like, you got to like show it to them for them to believe you. You know, I'm sure when you wanted to be a singer, people probably didn't take you seriously either. You yeah, know what I mean? I feel you, I yeah. I can feel... I'm sure they're like, oh, you don't want to become a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer? You don't want to like do all those um, things? And yeah. you're like, no, I, I kind of want to sing and play on my guitar. And, and
0: any guess I've had so far is sort of doing unconventional things. Right. But we're all of the same generation where mm-hmm. we have to prove ourselves because right. people don't take us seriously mm-hmm. unless we're pursuing... Exactly. Uh, my best friend is... Uh, he just graduated Harvard Law School.
1: Oh, wow. Right? So Good he, for him. Shout
0: out to Jaywin. Um, he, but he's like the... Uh, like the token child, that parents like our parents would love because mm-hmm. he's doing X, Y, and Z, well-rounded. Yeah. And but the thing is, he's passionate about what he does, and that's all that matters, right? And that's all that should matter. It's all, all about yeah. what. It's all
1: about like my mom tells me. My mom wanted me to become a doctor. Okay. Right. Of course. Um. And I was like, I was like, all right, let me try this. You know, I went, I went right here to John Jay College, graduated with a forensic science degree. Then I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to do this. Good. Yeah. Like you know, like this is yeah. not. But what I love about my mom, my mom is a a special ed teacher. She has three masters, right? Wow. And what I love about my mom is that to her, education is the utmost important thing. That's amazing. And I think she's ingrained that in me because I I really stay true to that. Um, And she told me, she's like, listen, if you don't want to become a doctor, that's fine. Yeah. Find something that you love and kick ass at it. Oh, yes. That's smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kick acid it so badly, where people are like, oh, wow. Like, look at him. Like, he's killing it. You know what I
0: mean? And I was like, all right, girl,
1: I'm going to do that.
0: Do it. That's good. I Mm -hmm. think that's very important. Uh, We talk about education. Mm -hmm. You are now helping educate the next generation. I hope I am. And I'm excited to have you because on IGTV, yes. uh, what we're going to be doing is actually sliding into Sunny's DMs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I know you've got a lot of responses, you get co- like questions, comments right. daily. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what kind of things you're, you're getting from people, and maybe you can use that as an opportunity to educate, give some advice, pass it on. How does it feel to be a role model that you yourself didn't have? How does that feel? Scary. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, a lot of pressure. Um nervousness you know I still sometimes like wake up in the morning I'm like wait this is like is this real life you know like even where I work yeah I'm like wait is this real life like where I'm working right now like I've I feel like Vaigru has really listened to me like I feel like all the conversations I had with him yeah I feel like he's really listened because a lot of the things are manifesting into reality good and there is a lot of power in spirituality. I don't care what anybody says. There definitely is. Yeah. And um, if you're, like, really true and genuine and authentic to yourself, like, I really think that, you know, Vaygru is really, like, even if you're not, but you'll start to see the, see that light, you know? Yeah. And, and you'll come to your own, and you'll, you'll start to feel the same way I feel. And I feel, certain ways I do feel that I'm a little enlightened. I know I might sound a little egotistic. I'm not trying to be, but... I'm just trying to say that because, you know, a lot of things that I'm doing, I feel like I've been placed here for this purpose.
0: You've been blessed with the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And like, one, you're spiritual. Two, you sort of like recognize
1: yeah. that within and I you sort have, of so. And I sort of like recognize that. Good, good. And, you know, and I don't take that for granted.
0: Okay. Um, good. And
1: f- most importantly, I, I just feel that, um, like when I'm walking every single day like to work, sometimes I don't feel very confident. Okay. You know, I don't, sometimes I don't feel like what I'm portraying on social media. Yeah. Everyone has those days, you know, where they don't feel confident or they're feeling down or they're having a rough day or they just got into a fight with their significant other, whatever it may be, right? But at the end of the day, when I like open up my Instagram, whatever time it is, and I see like these beautiful comments and I see like (laughs) all these messages, I'm just like, no, Sunny. Like, you got to keep going. You got to like, keep know, going. You got to keep, yeah. like, don't stop. Which is why when I was taking a break from social media, I kept getting, like, they're like, where are you? Like, oh. what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you not posting anything? Like, and they're, a lot of them are from the Bay and I love everyone from the Bay that always hits hey. me up every single day. Like, I love you guys. Um, And I was just like, no, I just need some time to myself. They're like, no, you know? So... It's really nice to feel that, yeah. Um, and it's really nice that people are actually out there, like waiting for you to post something, waiting to see like what you're gonna do next. Yeah, it's a little exciting. Um, but also, like like I said before, it's a lot of pressure, and it, yeah, like, it is very scary. Yeah, but um,
0: they say that like if you're doing something that you're afraid of, then that's what where growth is gonna come because mm-hmm. you're like stepping out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Growing up, um. Me, my, my siblings, my community of friends, we grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, nice. uh, and there wasn't that big of a sick community there, yeah. but uh, we'd have conversations there, even in Maryland uh, at sick camps with our buddies, and we would all say that we've never, there's never been a sick wedding, like a sick another cottage, that's mm-hmm. a, like a gay another cottage, like a gay sick wedding. And growing up, we'd always say, there's never been a gay sick wedding, never been a gay sick wedding. There have to be gay sicks because, I mean, like, just... Percentage of population wise there are gay people and mm-hmm. six are people, so they have to be gay six but we've never seen like a gay sick wedding before and and it was crazy to see that i think I think there was like a uh, like a lesbian Indian mm-hmm. uh, like Hindu wedding maybe mm-hmm. but not not a gay sick wedding there was there was a, a gay
1: sick wedding but the both part only one partner was sick it was in Canada uh, oh okay well that was recently right that was recently where um uh the sick man individual wore like a sherwani with a bug and everything. Okay. And his partner wore like a suit.
0: Oh, okay. okay. That
1: was like one that I saw. Was it um, at
0: the, was it at a Gurdwara or was no. it, so that's, so that's the problem is that you have to like, so you know, Gurpreet, since you brought that up. Yeah. Talk to me, somebody, talk to me. <laughs> since you brought that up. So
1: <clears throat> when, um, same sex became decriminalized in India. Yes. Um, and gay marriage became legal. Um, if you, if you Google, cause I did this, right? If you Google the Rathmariada, right? Yeah. On the bottom, there's like a little like script, <laughs> okay, right? Okay. And I forget the, I forget the, the head priest name of like the golden temple or... What was it, like, don't, a
0: Galt- like a like... Galt- the SPG, uh, S, sorry, SGPC. Like.
1: By Joe, it's with a J. I forgot... I forgot his name. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but basically, he has scripted that no same-sex marriages are allowed globally yeah. at any Gordo. Uh
0: This came out, I remember like five or six years ago that the Agatha had said mm-hmm. something, like the SGPC had said yeah. maybe
1: it was the occult. Yeah, there, I think there was some legislation. Yeah. yeah, there mm-hmm. was
0: some legislation that it wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like worldwide controversy mm-hmm. for our generation. Mm-hmm. I think our parents' generation might have been like, ha, told you so. It's right. like written there. Right. But you know what? I had a
1: conversation like that with my brother, and my brother said, who cares?
0: Yeah, I agree. If you find
1: a gurdwara and you find a Granti yeah. who is willing to do that for you, yeah. you go ahead and you do it. Yeah, because you- let me tell you something. When I get married one day, it's going to happen. I'm going to do an garage around the Guru Granth Sahib. yes. And that might cause yes. a lot of controversy. That might cause a riot. That might cause chaos. Well, you know what? I don't give up because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like I'm a Sikh. Like I grew up yeah. going to the Gurdwara. I grew up listening to Kirtan katha Like why should I get married in a church or outside somewhere? Why shouldn't I get married where like, where, like what I know best? With the Guru Sahib. Yeah, yeah, with the Guru Sahib. You right know what there, I mean? Yeah. And... And Vaiguru is the one that created me. He made
0: me. Vaiguruji made you. So Vaiguruji knew that this is how Sandeep Bopra was going to be. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I, I'm excited that we are best friends now because I would love to attend your wedding when yeah, it happens. Yeah, for sure. Dude, this is exciting. Um, sure. yeah, All my up... friends tell me you should do it regardless of what anybody
1: says. Yeah. Trust me. I do, like, inside I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm sure like people are going to like you know throw rocks at us or whatever, blah, oh my blah, blah. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you need someone, a pioneer, there needs to be someone
0: to pioneer that. I, I will say that, uh, like, we're not at the level of we're, our yeah. Guru Sabs. Mm-hmm, we're not. They were pioneers. Right. But if we have to lead by their examples, yeah. it's also our responsibility to be pioneers for mm-hmm. the future generation. There's a lot of... And you know what? Of... It might
1: not happen in this... You know what? The thing is, is that, like, the same way how... Like, I have a feeling it might not happen yet, but I'm very confident that it will happen one day Yeah, because I feel like the millennial generation is a lot more woke than we think. Mm. There's a lot more millennials that are more, I feel like, understanding and empathetic because, you know, they grew up in the States, they have gay friends, they have maybe a gay cousin, a gay brother, a gay sister. So... They they understand a lot more than our parents did because I feel like our parents weren't exposed to that. They
0: weren't exposed. They weren't exposed. So they didn't
1: know how to handle it, you know. Which is kinda like what my mom says. Mom's like, I never I don't know. They
0: literally didn't know better. Yeah, Yeah. they didn't
1: know any better. And you know what? And I'm I bet you a million dollars there's peers of our parents who are probably closeted homosexuals yeah. who probably acted on homosexual behavior yeah. but because society didn't agree with them, they ended up marrying someone that was a woman and, and they, they, they literally destroyed their, their whole life. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's something so that right. I'm never gonna do.
0: And you shouldn't. Absolutely right. not. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Sunny, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, this has been so show. much fun. This been pre- such a dope conversation. Yeah. Where can everyone find you on social media?
1: Okay, guys, everyone can find me at King at King Sunny on Instagram. Okay, DM me, hit me up. Uh, if you have any questions, any advice, you want any advice, feel free to hit me up. Um, any negative comments, keep them to yourself. Thank you very much.
0: Sunny, <laughs> <Awesome>. it's <laughs> a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming to Sherbar. Thank you. Yes. Wow, that was beautiful, eye opening, and inspirational stuff. Again, very excited to get to know. Uh, Sandeep Boparai aka Sunny aka King Sunny and um, excited that he was able to come on my show and discuss his experiences and also offer some advice. Now make sure you check out the IGTV session. We did something cool. We actually slid into Sunny's Instagram account where he gets countless DMs from fans and followers and he answered some of their questions and also used that as an opportunity for like a Q&A to sort of give some advice and uh, sheds more light into his experiences and give feedback. So make sure to check that out. Uh, you can follow King Sunny and all of his fun projects. I'm talking his modeling, his fashion. He's an influencer, magazine brand ambassador, also an activist. So you can check all of his cool projects on his Instagram at King B. That's K I N G S U N N Y B. Uh, at KingSunnyV on Instagram. Very cool guy. Very passionate. Um, Again, it was an honor to have him on the show. So super, super excited about that. All right, everyone. This concludes episode two of season two of Gop Shop with Read Serene. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I will see you in two weeks. Cheers.